and welcome to Front Office Features. I am Rob Crane. We are back with uh, my Super Bowl buddy, uh, Chris Valente. Chris, hello. Hello, Rob. How was the... Uh, <coughs> so, shit. we haven't talked in a couple <laughs> weeks, right? You had COVID, cough, cough. Yep, I do. Um, I still I still have the cough, and I still am nasally, so everyone can hear me. Yeah, and uh, you went to the Super Bowl after COVID. So, we've got some things, plus we did an interview, we did all kinds of stuff. It's been a busy couple of weeks. So, Chris... I how was huh, you were like what you been doing? Uh, so I'm back on the porch where I was quarantined for ten days, uh, where I did not leave the porch, where I was I could see my family through the door and the window. And I say porch; it's a three se- it was a three season porch that is now enclosed, heated, insulated. But it was pretty chilly. I will say that because like at nighttime, it was pretty freaking cold when I had COVID. So I was essentially trapped here. Uh, and the reason I stayed so long was twofold. One, my daughter isn't vaccinated. Two, my son, if he gets COVID, he can't go to school. And my wife was like, no chance that's happening. So stay <laughs> out there. And three, because I was supposed to go out to the Super Bowl like I just did. She's like, if I get it before you leave, you're going to have to turn around and come right back. So stay out there. So I uh, I stayed out here for 10 days. I can, what the hell did you do for 10 days? I, so you would not have done well because I binge watched a lot of stuff. Um, oh my goodness, I would have died. I, I read I read a little bit. The History of Natick. I had a book of Natick, The History of Natick, where I live, my town. Okay. Um, that sounds like the what someone who's over 70 years old reads. Yeah, the history wasn't shocking. The, the, essentially, we weren't good to the Native Americans and pushed them out and took their land. It's probably pretty tales all this time in this area but yeah, learn right. that uh i played so i hooked up i had this thing called a raspberry pi that my brother gave me years ago and essentially it has every old system like nintendo super nintendo playstation nintendo 64 in this one little system so i was playing old school video games Oh, that's good. You got me there. So, All right, fine. I can do 10 days now. I played Tech Mobile, Spaces Loaded, Mario Kart, Mario Brothers 2, Mario Brothers 3, Super Mario, like you name it, I got it. Like it's just lists of games I have on this little this little I thing. I like Mario 3 way better than I like Mario 2. Mario 2 is a weird game. Mario 2 is weird. I like Mario 3. Mario, the OG Mario is impossible. It's but impossible. Like it's literally impossible. <laughs> you, yes, it is. You can't be at the end is insane. Those stupid things that swirl around and like you got to jump around. The yeah. Fire sticks. Yeah, 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 no, no. And I, 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 you get like three lives. I don't even know how we ever got that far back in the day. I could never even get that close right now. So uh, I was playing a lot of OG games. I had uh, um, the Simpsons from the like I have arcade games from the, the arcade days, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, Ring King, uh, Afterburn. Like, I had so many games on this thing, so I was just, like, literally reliving my childhood for a good 10 days. Uh, my wife would make food. She would then come out the back through the patio and come up the, st- the deck and, like, knock on the door, leave it there, run away. I'd open the door. And it was snowed, by the way, also 20 inches, right? So the whole entire thing was covered in snow. She'd leave the food for me. I would take it. And then, I, and I kept testing. I was positive every freaking day. I could, I was always positive. And I, it would like lit up like a Christmas tree immediately. Like, like I was positive, positive. There was no, <laughs> it was like, it I was in. It wasn't like a faint line. Like, oh, it might be, nope. Boom. Like I'd put the, I'd pour uh, the. You had COVID. I had COVID. You're like, it was I it. had COVID. So my experience with COVID though, um, the first couple of days. So you know what's weird? You, I, we talked about this. I never nap, right? I just don't yeah. nap. That's Saturday. Um, 
the day of the, I think it was the day of the storm, that Saturday. We got like 20 inches yeah, of snow. I was falling asleep on the couch. And like, that just does not happen to me. I don't, that like, I, I never, like, whatever I'm watching or TV, like, I do not fall asleep on the couch. I mean, I just went into the Super Bowl and had probably four hours of sleep and didn't come home and fall asleep on the couch. So I'm falling asleep on the couch and then Rachel's like, do you need to go, like, lay down and take a nap? And I'm like, no, I don't know. I'll, I'll, like That seems weird. No, I, never no, I don't do that. So I'm, I'm refusing to do that. And then the next day I woke up and I was like, uh-oh. Like, I was congested, felt really weird, dreary, tired, took the test, positive. And the first thing I said to her, I was like, don't freak out, but I have COVID. And she's like, get out of get out um so anyway i know where i i'm almost i would say i'm 99 percent sure where i got it because I, yeah. w- I went to the bruins that monday previously uh for right. work with nesson and uh i'm pretty sure i got it there like i because I, I didn't i hadn't gone anywhere else in between that monday and, yeah you're eating drinking you're inside yeah so and also this is the this is i nesson i was in the nesson suite they put us on TV, and I'm in the background. Just I'm not. I'm not even in the forefront. Just talking to some people. And Rachel's like, "I saw you didn't have a mask on." <laughs> so <laughs> busted. 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 You were caught red-handed. Red-handed. Busted. And by the way, like, how could you wear a mask and eat and drink? Like your point, like you can't do you it. You can't. You can't do and it. And honestly, it's all charade at this point. Like you go to LA, it's like, oh, you have to wear a mask while you walk into this party, and then there's five thousand people inside with no. Like it's so stupid. Anyway. So 10 days, 10 days I was out here and I, I was, I almost canceled my trip because my 10th day was Wednesday and I was still testing positive and I left, I had to leave Thursday morning on my flight and I'm like, uh, what am I supposed to do here? So I called my PCP and I was like, Hey, I'm supposed to go on this flight tomorrow to go to LA. I feel fine. Like I don't even have any symptoms really anymore. Like I don't feel sick. And she said, you just stop testing after day five. Like you're essentially good to go. If you're vaccinated, go to LA, you're, you're, you're absolutely fine. So I got on the plane and I went out to LA. So yeah, there you go. Yes. So did you were like, you're like, damn it. Then why the hell did I spend these other five well, days on the porch? No, because it's still, <laughs> and I, I, I talked to her about that. It's still because I was positive that she's like, you technically could transmit it to your family. So, what I talked about earlier, if I had given it to Rachel or she, I would have had to turn it around and come home. Yeah, you're right, 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 right. So the extra five days, while it was awful, it was worth Besides it. Besides playing old school video games. Besides too. that. But even so, like, I was, I, I've I now learned about myself. Now, I already knew this about myself. I would do terrible in prison. I would be a very bad, bad. Could you go outside? You like briefly? It was freezing, and the ground oh, was that's covered. Right. You had like the it was twenty inches of snow. Twenty inches of snow, and it was freezing. So one of the nights, the night it poured. I don't remember. I don't remember this. It poured a couple days later. I I heard all this like loud on the roof. I literally got on the roof at three o'clock in the morning because the gutter was filled with ice because everything was frozen, right? And it was pouring. So I was like, "Oh no, I have ice dams." I'm literally on the roof, pulling ice out of the gutter, sp- trying to get it out of the way to clear so the water isn't backing up and going under my roof, which would then come pouring down on my head on the porch because it would have been right above me. <laughs> we would have made a bad situation. Way worse. So then I'd have been like, oh, no. So I'm outside at 3 in the morning just clearing gutters out with, like, in the middle of a – yeah, it was it was a rough 10 days. 
Which for the people who are like under thirty who listen to this, like this is what you have to. Oh, this is like a house cleaning gutters at three in the morning. Yeah. is part of the part of the part of the part of the part of what you buy when you buy. Owning a house is just things they don't tell you that are gonna break, go wrong. Remember. I think right before this, I was trying to clean out my sink. Remember, I, I told you about my sink issue. Yeah, the, the, the uh, motorized the mo- uh, snake. The motorized snake when I had the plumber in and Rodenheiser. Go Rodenheiser, great sponsor. Yeah, right. Uh, but yeah, right. just just stuff you don't want to talk about. And then, L.A. La La Land, Super Bowl. <coughs> so I was just in L.A. too, for the Top Golf in uh, at Dodger Stadium, and I don't love L.A. I said it. No, I, I, don't I, don't, I don't think many people. I don't think many people love L.A. It's not that's that's like I don't a, think so. It's not like one of those. No, things like L.A. is L.A. is a great place to visit in the beach towns where you were at Chavez yeah, Ravine. I never, I, not yeah, great. I never went to like uh, I don't Santa know, Monica, uh, Santa Monica, or Malibu, Long Beach, or any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Malibu, those, those Malibu sounds like a uh, fantastic place. It's just so far. Uh, it's so far, but like Santa Monica and Marina del Rey are amazing. Like they're gorgeous. You feel like you're in what you would picture Southern California to be, right? Yeah, right. L.A. downtown is a dump. Gross. It's gross. It's dump. It's just like it's dirty, and it just doesn't. And it's funny. Like it's such a big city. <laughs> But it doesn't have the same feels like a New York, right? There's not like an it's a different energy. It's just very weird in that regard. I and nothing ahead. no one's from there. Like like LA is not a there's no culture because no one's from LA. It's all transplants and no one stays in LA, which is why we've talked about like, it's crazy to have two NFL teams there, but you just and everything's fake. It's just pretentious. It's just not it's not where I would go on vacation ever. L.A., no way. No. I, I, I totally feel the same way. It was, it was dirty and pretentious. <laughs> you used some great words. Um, and I was like, I'm not going there. But anyway, besides the city, you were at the Super Bowl, but kind of like the behind the scenes. Everyone obviously sees what goes on because they watch the game. There's 110 million people that watch the game. But like. What did you do for a week? When did you get there? How did it, like, you well, You said you flew out Thursday. Like, how did it go from Thursday and then you flew home Sunday? Yep. No, it's 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 just a consistent network and party of everybody who works in the NFL. This, this is the unique part about it. Like, I, we actually talked about this with my colleagues who went with me. <coughs> oh, jeez, the COVID cough. When the Super Bowl happens... Whether the team is in it or not, every team is there. Like every team in the NFL comes out with some contingency for the parties and entertainment with their sponsors. With the World Series, the Stanley Cup, and the NBA Finals, like that doesn't happen. Like if you're not in it, you just you just don't go, right? Like you don't take your your partners to go (laughs) to Milwaukee if the Brewers are in the World Series. It's like, oh, we're gonna go to the World Series. Like it makes sense, right? Because it's not just one singular event, right? In a nice place, like you could have. But um, you could, but. there's, there's a cool, like, when we host the World Series, there's a really big, like, party with that, and the MLB throws this massive, like, gala, but it's just for, like, the two teams in it, and that's it. Like, so it's it's weird in that oh, regard. And, but at the NFL week, like, every single agency, brand, person is just there, and it's just so, it's such an efficient way to see people you need to see and build relationships with. 
and network and and you go to just party after party after party like we were at the CAA house who's a big partner of ours and the CAA sports guys you walk in there's Dak Prescott there's Aaron Rodgers there's Syndergaard like it's just their their clients which is also the athletes but also then big brands who they're trying to entertain and bring into the fold for their sponsorships it's just everybody who's anybody is there and it's just a, it's like the place it is literally the place to be. So what did name some of the places that you went to? Like who did you go? You I, you were trying to entertain like um and obviously you've got some clients there. Um so where were some of the places you went? So you you meet up either for drinks, coffee, lunch, whatever when you can and then also you just go to the party. So we went to the Shaq's Fun House which I was posting those pictures and like stuff on our story. It looked, looked, looked fun. It was crazy. Like it, it was it, the the concert itself was Dip, <laughs> Diplo, Shaq's son, Shaq, Little Wayne. And then he has like this fun house of just Shaq has a son named Shaq? No, it was Miles, Miles in it. It's Shaq's son. I don't know what it was. I think it was yeah. So it was just, but it's all like just DJs. It was like my heart was gonna pop out of my chest by the end of the night because it was. We got there at like eight o'clock and it ended at three in the morning. And it was just for like that many straight hours. Um, and then he had like this really cool carnival outside of like Shaq's Funhouse, where like chicken and waffles. They were just all free. Everything was free. But uh, and then we went to this MKTG party, which was like there's SI swimsuit, the DraftKings house. Like it was, it was just a literally nonstop action like and everybody who's anybody is just trying to get into all these parties or get on the list get me on the list get me on the list get me like who knows who who knows who knows who just to try to get access if you realize anything about anybody and like there's a ton of people who are there because they just want access to something cool right like i know this person i can get us in let's go like we're vip skip the line la it's so la like that was one thing like this made sense for is like it's such an la feeling I think I was I was telling you the fanatics. Did I tell you about the fanatics party? Oh. So the fanatics party, like apparently, you had to have murdered your firstborn child to get on this list, and we were hearing who was getting like essentially Michael Rubin went through and just started gassing people off the approved list and just saying nope, nope, no. Like people who thought they were going to this party, he took off. Really took them off. Boom off and. We were near this one person, I won't name them, um, in the lobby of our hotel, who heard he was taken off this list and was losing his mind. Like, I will, blah, 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 Michael Rubin. Like, it was like, I have to be there, blah, 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 make, make these phone calls. We heard a president of a team, a president of a team, LA-based, couldn't get in. The president of a team? A president of a team couldn't get in. So... Oh my god! I, we were trying to like Ruben, who? Ruben was out for blood. So I'm like, I'm trying to figure like who is at this party and like why is it such There's a big 17 deal? Seventeen people at the party. Uh, uh, pretty. Much, I was like, is this gonna be like Meek Mill, Bob <laughs> Bob Kraft, and like Michael Rubin just having their own private party? Yeah, um. Right. So then we 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 put in a we put in a request just to like we'll give it a shot and had it go to the the CRO of MLB who called Ruben to try and get us in. No, nah, it didn't work. <laughs> so Ruben would not say us. Uh, but then I saw Drake was the performer, so it was pretty much a private party with like Drake performing, which I get. I, I everybody wants to be there. How much money we said Fanatics is taking over the world? They have a how much did they have to pay Drake to put on oh, a private probably uh, concert probably a million two million easily. Um, and 
to the fanatics, it's like to Michael Rubin, that's a drop in the bucket, right? Or maybe I mean, him and Drake are boys, so who knows? Maybe he does it for free. I have no idea. But that party was apparently the party. You saw some people posting like who, like Joe Montana was walking in. Like it was probably like the who's who of everybody that wanted to be there. But yes, Chris Valente was not going to make that list. <laughs> he was not going to be on that <laughs> list. It did not look like I was going to make the cut on that one. But um, I think one of the things that you talk about during the Super Bowl is you and I. I don't know how many years we've been doing this. Two plus. Yeah. <clears throat> we've talked all <laughs> a lot about um, networking and trying to get you a job, right? Like. You're networking in a professional standpoint so you can, like, continue to do your job. And it allows who knows how many jobs uh, occurred or were happened, new jobs were made during the Super Bowl because of the conversations that you had or will or will have, you know, in the future. It's It doesn't stop, right? Like, it doesn't stop networking so you can go get that first internship to go get the first job or to get the first job to go get the first you know managerial job or whatever the next step is like it doesn't stop ever well no and the amount of people like to your point in our profession that i met that i had never met before who who have the similar roles as me who you now have as other new contacts like i met the head of part i met the head of partnership sales for man city granted they're our rival when it comes to liverpool from that perspective but like we exchanged information and then we're, we're hitting each other up. I met someone who works on Championship One, that the the, the fighting league that's be yeah. blowing up. You, they're like, we want to have, we we'd love to do an event at Fenway Park. So like, got their information, connected them, and like now that might like so there's just business being done. So it's not just a party, right? Like you're actually are doing business and and making things happen. But yes, to your point, you're networking even within your own industry with people who you just don't know where things are going to go, right? Yeah, you have no idea, right? But as long as you're there and you're talking to people and you're interacting, like, that's the part of the world that just, like, doesn't stop. Never. Right? Like, never. Ever. Ever. And so I, the, I, I was with, I saw I saw um, a couple recruiters, not that I'm, and I was talking to them. Yeah. And um, you know, actually know two of them probably. So I did say this, though, and I watched, like, at the age I'm at, like, it's less about, for me, the whole, like, access thing that I was just talking about. Like, oh, I have to be here because it's, like, cool and all. Because I just, honestly, probably after 10 days of not seeing my family, I probably would have rather been home and just hanging out with my, like, but you kind of have to do this, right? It's part of the gig. But watching, as like a fly on the wall with some of the people in the wild that are in our industry and in our profession of just how many, how do I say this? Um egotistical jackasses that they they broke the cardinal they break the cardinal rule constantly they are that guy and it it's 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 funny and like i say this in a way that this couldn't come off that way too like i was with like the the fenway folks like we've been all very successful and done really big deals and everybody does a job to do right like we we've all done really good at our job I don't care. Like, you don't need to be that person. Like, we're all just there doing the exact same thing. We sell sports. Like, we're not rocket scientists. Like, you don't need to be this complete standoffish, look at me, like, I'm better than you type mentality because we're all doing the same thing, right? Like, I just, that stuff rubs me the wrong way because there's so many people 
in our industry who are like that that drive me bananas. Yeah, but those you just don't hang out with them. But they're just douches. They are, and you they 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 they, they, they douche their way to the top too sometimes, <laughs> and it's really really like <coughs> it's just it's not needed, right? It's just just be a good person, right? Just be, be a good a, person. Be a good person, and again, my I don't I don't have too many rules in life. One of them is don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. No, you, that. you 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 and you. There's nothing special about you. Like you, we're all the same. Like no matter what, there's always gonna be someone who's better at your your job than you. So like, just be. They have a bunch. You know, I feel like uh, you know, you know, maybe maybe my purview is just so narrow. But they have a bunch. You know, baseball stuff. There's always like a. I don't know. There's always. I feel like there's young people who are just kind of like starting, and they kind of like hang on, and then they kind of like you know go s- try to sneak over to go talk to somebody about a maybe potential job openings because, like you said, everybody's there. Is there that field? Do you, do you see any of that, or is it just like executives there? You see what I'm saying? Where they're like legitimate college um, job seekers? No, I didn't see it. Like, I didn't see. Not, they. Pro- I mean, again, this is this will sound. They probably couldn't get into where I was at. And yeah. I didn't. I, and I'm not saying I got in because of me. I got in because of the person I was with who knew everybody to get me in the parties. Like it wasn't like I, I was calling these people to get into these parties. Um, yeah, no, the, the, it, it's not that. It's probably less like a w- winter meeting type style where that's going to get happening. Um, yeah. It's it's just more of people who I don't know. It just I don't care. Like I just don't care. Right. Like, and I don't need you to be bragging to me about blah 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 name dropping up the was like i just don't care right like i, I just to me is just not impressive to me i, I just i'm not i and like there was plenty like uh, this isn't that wasn't everybody i had a lot of fun with a lot of people there and i met some really cool new people i didn't know in our industry that was great like it was great to network with them and meet them and have some really good contacts now around the country that will help us help you out right you see a deal get done it's always easier to call that person and be like hey who, who was it tell me the details blah 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 um I just don't have time to be like, look at me. Uh, who do I know? Like, I just, yeah, but that's just not your personality. No, it, and, and it's just. But you know that some, there's some big salespeople that go in and say, "Look how great I am," because they're kind of douches. You know, that, that's yeah, but that's that's just not you, right? No, that so is what. And it is. then those people just rub me the wrong. Like, we're just all doing Every, the same thing. Just be good. Just, Every, that just goes to the young people. Just even if you get successful in this business. Be a good person. Just be a good person because so many of us are successful. Like everyone has a success story. There's no like ego matched up who's bigger and better successful. There's going to be always someone more successful. I can guarantee you the person that one of the people that was at one of the places, there will nobody in the history of our listening to this podcast or ourselves outsell that person. So like, you know what? Like whatever. Like someone just did a, a $500 million Oracle Red Bull deal. Red Bull Racing. You see that deal? I did not see that deal. Five hundred million dollars. Five hundred million dollars for Oracle and Red Bull Racing to become the title partner. It's like it's gonna be now the Oracle Red Bull Racing team. Five hundred million dollars. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Like, yeah, the deals that I, you and I talk about that I've done, like, <laughs> not even <laughs> on no, that stratosphere. No, like, and they're big in the world of sport, but they're not even close. So, like, whatever. Like, you just do your job and be a good person. Yeah, yeah. Don't be that guy. Don't be that. So. Every time I talk to someone that says, oh, Chris is at the Super Bowl, they go, but I was like, he's not going to stay for the game. They go, he's not staying for the game. How does that work? 
I do. Oh, so oh, I, that's the that's the veteran move. Everybody, like, whenever you start telling people that move, they're like, "Oh my god, why don't I think of that?" I'm like, "Yes." I got up Sunday morning, got an Uber, got to LAX. LAX was empty. Do you know what LAX would look like Monday morning after the Super Bowl? Oh, jammed. You can't move. Insanity. Like, and I'm not a fan of either of the teams. So what the hell? I got home. I landed at five o'clock. I was on my couch for kickoff, and watched the game from home. Like, yeah, like very the only the only regret I have. At least you can sit on your couch now. The only regret I have. Yes, I was in my own house. <laughs> Finally got back into my house. The only regret I would have of not going to the Super Bowl is for one reason and one reason only. If the Giants were in it. No, 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 no. I would, I would go. I would. That's the only reason I would ever stay from a game perspective. Like, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't need to see the Cincinnati Bengals play the L.A. Rams. It's like and spend right. spend four thousand dollars. Like, so dude, it's no, funny. I, I Our CFO asked me today when I saw her, because she's up, she was up from, she goes, did you go to the game? And I go, did you want me to submit uh, an expense report for a $4,000 ticket to go? She's like, good point. She's like, good, good idea. You didn't go to the game. Um, yeah, right. No, the only thing I would regret from this year not going would be that halftime show. Halftime show was out of control. Unbelievable. Man. Amazing. Unbelievable. It was so good. Best halftime oh, show ever. 50 being on, on, uh, upside down when he uh, surprised guests. Yeah, unbelievable. It was great. And Dre was great. Snoop, Snoop was, was great. 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 Eminem came out. Uh, um, I called the song. They said, what song do you think? Oh, Eminem Lose Yourself. Said. He had to play Lose Yourself, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking that's, that has to be it. But they did the, they did California Love in honor of Tupac like Cal, Cal, I the only thing that I was thinking that was the hologram crazy, oh. the hologram the hologram, Tupac. Yeah. hologram Tupac I was like are they gonna pull out hologram Tupac oh, that's, that's also creepy it's also very creepy or it was funny I was looking online but like oh they're actually gonna bring Tupac out like Tupac ain't dead but everybody Tupac ain't dead <laughs> they're, they're gonna bring him out on the uh, he's back baby but the hey. the amount of the amount of controversy like Tupac's dead we yeah know. no he's dead. The the controversy or the divide on this halftime show, I love it. It re, it brought me. How can sh- there is there controversy? Oh my god, yeah. Have you even seen this? Tell me about the. No, I'm not. I'm not. Think about who I just is thought it very was the thing ever, and everyone. No, and everyone thought it it's, was like it's back to when we were kids when it was like, how are these people? These they were calling them like online hoodlums. The right went. They lost. They lost their mind. Doctor, they lost their mind. They were like, "This is." They said the f word and the sexualization of the Super Bowl. I'm like, people lost their mind. Do you ever? <laughs> that's insane to me. But it's like, but, this was. But think about it. That's remember the greatest halftime show I've ever seen in my life. But when they were when Eminem came out, remember how controversial he was and like Dre, like all that shit. Like it was just it was it was like him versus the government, and they were trying to censor. It made sense. Like I was like, "Oh yeah, these people have just been hiding in the freaking woodwork for it's as 1996. long." 1996. Yeah, and it's the same people that are angry. The old, the old white people. Get it's these insane. people off my TV! <laughs> Get off my lawn, folks. But it's funny. It was like you and I were the exact same age. You're a little older, um, but hey, that's that, that Super Bowl halftime show was for probably thirty-two. To forty-five-year-olds, yeah, and it was phenomenal. It was the greatest halftime show of all. Like, I wanted to. I, I would. I even Rachel was like, she's like, I wish it was longer. I was like, if they would go on tour like that group together, I would pay amazing yeah, amounts I, of money to go see that. I totally agree. That was it. Was it was spectacular? I felt like I was fifteen again. Apparently, yeah, right. And I still like Eminem. I said, you know, no one can. They say don't kneel, and Eminem still kneels. Of course, yeah. I mean, 
you bring Eminem around, you're you're asking for trouble, essentially. Like he's gonna do exactly the opposite of what you tell him to do. Imagine if you did go to the game. I was thinking we were talking about this in my house. We had a, a, a another couple over. Imagine he did go to the game and the stage, right? Only half of the stadium could see it. Yeah. Imagine if you were on the other side. Yeah, it was that you're facing the wrong way. I'm sure you have video, but I was like, no, I don't want to see the video. I want to see like yep. it. Yep. No, and it was. I mean, Mary J was awesome. She was, she great. was great. I, you know, it's funny. This is gonna. How about Dre playing the piano? Oh, I know. I mean, guys, 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 a billionaire. You do whatever he wants. You know what's funny is this is this will age me though. I had to like think a moment about who Kendrick Lamar was. I didn't know immediately because Rachel was like, "Who's that?" And I was like, uh, "Oh, it's Kendrick Lamar." And I was like, "Cause I didn't." Yeah, Kendrick Lamar is past my uh, rap hip hop prime. Yes, I, I know who he is. Right, same. But I wouldn't know him by sight immediately. Like I didn't know him immediately. Yeah, I, I say Kanye West. Uh, he's when he started, never played this. My Bowl. end. He's never played the Super Bowl. He's never played the Super Bowl. <laughs> but when he started, it was kind of ended my, you know, kind of. Yeah, he hip hop a lot. He'd be the last. He'd be the last of the rappers that I would listen. Because his first his first song was Gold Digger, right? Was that his first? Maybe I don't know, mm-hmm. but. Maybe. Him and, like, Jay-Z would be someone that would, if I guess if they ever did it in New York again, would make sense. Um, but I, what, I was I was shocked, and I was thinking about this with Rachel, how it took that long for that group of people to be on the Super Bowl halftime show. Because they were megastars, right? Like, they were... Still are. Huge. But it took almost 30 years Maroon Crazy. Five played a fucking halftime show before they did. Like what? Like, like what? They are so like they were so big. Like Eminem was the biggest thing ever. Like ever. Ever. Yeah, and he was. Uh, Eminem was like the guy that was like, oh, you want to be like anti whatever? It was like you just looked at Eminem. He's and he's a lyrical. He's a lyrical genius. Like. I, I don't understand how his mouth, his mind, how all that stuff works that quickly and that, you know, rhythmically. He has an unbelievable cadence to him. So, you know what I did yesterday? Because <clears throat> I was in the halftime show mode. I, I rewatched it. I watched it on YouTube on my TV. Like, I just loaded up the app, watched it. And then underneath, all the suggestions came up for the old halftime shows. So, I went back and watched like 10 halftime shows, like all the way back to like the Britney in sync, Aerosmith one in 2001. I watched Prince. And I will say, this Prince was in the rain. Prince was pouring rain. He's playing the guitar in Purple Rain. Like it was awesome. Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars's was unbelievable too. This was the best. Th- this one, I I think it was the best one of all time. Yeah, I, I'm biased, but I'm all in on this one. I, I found I'm it to be the most one. entertaining. The only one I would replace with would be Kendrick. Like I just, I didn't even know the song. Yeah, that. Uh, Right, but that's probably like, oh yay, younger people. We still, yeah. we're we're still cool. But anyone much older than us did not like that halftime show. No way. Uh, it was it was amazing. It was made for us. It was. They can all go pounce. And it was funny. It was like that realization when people were realizing, like, we are middle aged. It was like the, probably the same way our parents felt when they saw the Rolling Stones play them. They're like, oh, this is for us, the Rolling Stones. Yeah. So right. like, yeah, no, that was our. That was our midlife crisis slash. Here's your here, so here's your all the old people were pissed off about that one next year. The uh, bringing the Beatles back for uh, McCartney's Bowl. already done it. He's already done it. He's already yeah, that's right. My mom. So that's always a big one for my mom. Um, so 
my her mother, my grandmother, died on Super Bowl Sunday, and uh, she always tells the story is that that's McCartney did the halftime show, and I called my grandmother Nana, not Nana, Nana. Nana, yep. So when uh, uh, they're singing the song, they go na 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 na. Apparently, and you go look it up. Everybody had N A N A signs. Right? That's and pretty. So my mom, that's, that's pretty. always was like the. Uh, and she died that day on that same that day, yeah. that's, Super Bowl Sunday, yeah. Wow. That's some yep. kismet weird shit. Yeah, right. So that was a, that was a thing. So my mom always uh, reminds me of that. So, yeah, Super Bowl is over. Now, on to baseball. Oh, wait. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Well, but, NBA trade deadline was interesting, at least. Yeah, I, I, I just. They're just such prima donnas. Like There's the players, the are. players are just like it's the amount of drama, the, the the high school drama that goes on in that league is wild. It's, it's but it, I get it's like it's so it's in- entertaining, right? It's entertaining. It's it's so entertaining and it's so interesting, right? Because you're so right. There's so many player stuff going on there, but like that league is so innovative. It is so. Um, you know, they just kind of know how to grab headlines and like make the league, the league's news, everybody's news. It's definitely a players' league. Like the players yeah, run that league. The players run that league. Has to be because <laughs> if there was like that type of drama on any other sport, like if a players were consistently just forcing their way around the league on trades and like all these block, but I mean, there's blockbusters. Every single Constantly. trade in the NBA is a blockbuster because, like, some big names being like, "I'm going to go with that guy. That guy, I don't like that guy anymore." Or someone get that. This guy won't get vaccinated, so he got to go. Like, so it's just like constant drama. You, you, if you heard about a baseball player, he'd be like run out of the league. If he just was just constantly right. forcing himself into other teams, like, because people couldn't play with him, it, it'd be like that guy's ostracized. Well, it also is so different. I think too. You know, if someone did that and they're making, I don't know. $30 million a year, right? Like, <clears throat> for the most part, every N- NBA team has a $30 million a year guy, right? Oh, like, yeah. Not usually. every Major League Baseball team no. has that kind of guy. Some right? payroll, so, like, some payrolls in the baseball are in 30 million. Exactly, right? So there, there's some of them that are nuts. Um, so it just doesn't, you know, you can't compare No, they're different. It. They're it's different. Weird. And then with football, it's the the rosters are so big. So if you have one of those guys, it's just not even. Well, it's the quarterback. Ask Antonio Brown, right? It's just not even worth. It would, it would just be the yeah. He just he's he's now the president of of Donda Sports. Speaking of Kanye. Oh yeah. That... <laughs> he bought a two million dollar suite at the Super Bowl, and now says he wants to buy an NFL team. You think the NFL owners are ever going to approve Antonio Brown owning? Perfect. <laughs> Antonio Brown will definitely be a great owner. What are you talking about? The, you know what would be interesting is who buys the uh, Broncos. Yeah, it's um, it's the 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 league is definitely trying to get the two um, black potential owners for sure to the table because it'd be the first black owner in the league. Makes a lot of sense. Um, and then obviously Elway is has his group and the Mannings have their group, so it'll it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But it's gonna be between four and five billion. Incredible! Like, what are the Cowboys worth? Ten? No, no, probably six. If the if the Broncos are four. Probably six. That's what right. happens. Like it just takes one sale of a team like that to drive the valuation of everybody else way higher, right? Like when the Clippers went for two point two billion, 
without a stadium. That just made every other yeah. team like way <laughs> now more they're building, Right. They're building theirs in Inglewood too, right? Yeah, in, in the Intuit, right? Or TurboTax. Is it TurboTax? Turbo. No, in, Intuit. Intuit? I think it's Intuit. But they own Turbo. Is it Turbo? And, and TurboTax is owned by Intuit, I believe. I thought, yeah, I think it's TurboTax Arena or whatever. Or Intuit. Yeah. Maybe it's Intuit. I don't know. Um, but, yes, the uh, the NFL Broncos being for sale. And there's rumors there's maybe one more behind them for sale shortly but that that brings out a very different uh level of folk looking to buy nfl teams yeah you're uh, the nfl nfl owners i think they got to put what how much do they got to put down 60 percent or something like something that, like that. yeah and you're not allowed to have institutional cash so describe to everybody what the difference between institutional cash and cash cash so institutional cash is if you've fundraised and been given a bunch of money from like a hedge fund as a group or like it has to come from just scraping together personal work net worth what the hell was that i don't know what so, the answer was to that something outside my house just like mid <coughs> um, nice. you're gonna go have to go actually there. you just said that i probably do i forgot it snowed um have you watched the olympics at all i i have it on in the background i haven't seen one second of the olympics not one. I like. Um, I used to love the Olympics. Yeah, I, there's no headliners. There's no headliners in the Olympics, right? Because think about the Olympics, right? The one thing that you had this year was Sean White, kind of the end of it, but he was kind of towards the end of it, right? Yeah. Like, did he win? Sean White did, he back win in the day, did he win anything? Or did he... No, he, was in, he came in fourth. Oh. Um, oh, Sean. Fourth place has to be the worst place there. Oh, yeah. In. Yes. You'd, you'd rather come in 12th yes, or. Not fourth. You know, third. Right, but like not fourth. Um, but he was on the end of it. But like Sean White back in the day was like must see TV. Yes, right? yes. It's kind of like in the Summer Olympics, uh, you know, when they had Usain Bolt and uh, you know Michael Phelps and those types of things. It's like must see TV. You had to watch it. When we were watching <laughs> the Summer Olympics last year, there's nobody that has that. Well, right? it's the no nobody. fans again, though. I think it's the no well, fans. Well, the thing too that they had it with Simone Biles. And then, you know, all the, you know, she went through her, what she had to go through. But, like, there's no must-see TV in any of these Olympics. There's not one person who's like, I can't miss. <coughs> Why do you think that is? You know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know because I know I don't know why did Michael Phelps, be, besides winning 28 medals, become a thing. But he was a thing. There's o- yeah, because there's, there's always the next best thing, right? There's always that person that they're hyping. And they're just, like, remember Dan and Dave back in the day? Who? Dave and Dan, the triathlon people, like the you remember those commercials like with Reebok and it was like Dave and Dan. Oh, I no, yes, yes, yeah, I do remember the uh, yes, those commercials I do remember. And then like one of them didn't, one of them didn't even like qualify for the Olympics, they like bet on them and like he didn't even qualify. <laughs> so it doesn't, I don't know, I don't understand. Like why. oh, you know, like Apollo Anton Ono, right? Like you knew his name, like you like you yeah, exactly like speed exactly. skater, like you knew his name. And maybe that Chen guy who was the figure skater who I won don't even, gold, I don't even, I don't, um, I honestly don't even know who that is. But it also feels like the Olympics are weird right now because they're in China, and so like you. Yeah, maybe when they come back, and maybe when they come back in the states in in a couple years, it'll be huge. Get going again, but I think the U um, the USO basically said to all their advertisers that saying like this is going to be the lowest rated Olympics in Olympic history, maybe. It it, I think it is. It's got to be. 
Well, it's like basically back-to-back years of Olympics, right? They just happened in July, and now they're happening in February. But also, I think that, I mean, no we've, we've proved that. I think that's a huge factor. We've proved that a couple years ago in the pandemic when there's no fans in the stands, nobody wants to watch that. It just doesn't feel right. It just looks off. Our brain doesn't process it, right? It just Yeah, it's weird. There's no cheering. Like, it's the Olympics. Like, there's no noise for, like, it was always, like, when they're going down the hill skiing, there's, like, like, they always just shake the stupid bell. Like, there's none of that, right? It's just... It's just quiet. It's just quiet. Which I haven't even yeah, seen to even say I know this, but I'm just thinking like that can't be quiet. It can't be good. Just, just quiet. like swim meets. I, no, no screaming in the crowd for swimming and like. Springfield College is representing uh, in the Olympics. They have a they have a um, skeleton. What do they call sliders? A skeleton participant. Oh yeah, yeah. I have no idea what their names are. <laughs> sliders. <laughs> like hot Lunatics. hamburgers, sliders. Yeah, right. <laughs> but no. The little, yeah, like little hamburgers. I, I um, haven't seen one. I have not seen one second of the Olympics. Yeah, we throw, Amy and I throw it on. and uh, But there's things that I like. I like the bobsled. I like the See, I used, skeleton I used, stuff. I the like, bobsled for me, the downhill, the skiing, this ice. Like I used to like, great. I used to watch it all. Like I would be into the Olympics. Like I'd watch it. And they have the, uh, they have some cool, like, I don't know, snowboarding, like cross games, like. They're going down the hill and they're all kind of like racing at the same time. And it's like, I don't even know what it's called, but it's like, why am I watching this? Right. But I surely did. Yeah. No, I, I, I just haven't gotten into the last two of them at all. Yeah. So, um, I watch them a little bit. I watch them some, uh, they're always in the background. Like the day that? they started, I didn't even know that was the open. Like I had no idea. Yeah. I also feel like, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, you also haven't been maybe the promoted the wrong way. You kind of blame the promotion people, but um, well, I was actually you know now now you say that nobody watches TV anymore. So like, you used to watch not that you no I take not you people people used to people, people used normal to, human beings would watch like network television, which is where they're on right, like NBC, and that's you would promote the hell of that across all of their shows. The only thing you actually watch on NBC now would be the NFL. So, like, you saw yeah. a couple promos during the playoffs and stuff for it, but, like, it didn't – it wasn't 24-7 in your face talking about the Olympics that you would typically have gotten years ago because that's the only thing that was on, like, all the time. I just – I don't know. I, I don't – I think there's a like, – to your point, it's, the, it's in China, which isn't great. It's no fans. People are – covid it out like i think it's just like a, it's a covid bowl right like, there's no they're not allowing fans there just remind you of more covid no one wants to hear about covid anymore it's just they're just done with yeah, it right. so be done yeah i maybe when they come back to what are they 20 20- and there's no stars there's no stars but that's there's all no like stars. you boys we talk, that's always created that's all manufactured you you can make a star you just gotta make it like nobody like i don't know it's Maybe it's that also that age that you and I have talked about. Our fandom in sports is just at an all-time low. Yeah, I would say that. I'd say that's true. I would say that's true. And, like, what you like, you you will put your time and effort into because you only have so much of it. But, like, other than that, you're like, yeah, I don't have time to really put all my energy I'm in into a go- Did I tell you I'm in a golf gambling pool? No. So that has intrigued – that has piqued my interest on, like uh, – not just like who won, because I would you know typically watch on who won or whatever, because I'm yep. you know above average golfing. But like you choose, the whole point is it's a survivor, not a survivor pool, but like 
you can only choose one uh, golfer once, right? So, like, if you choose John Rahm, you can only choose John Rahm once, right? Yep. So you can't just choose John Rahm. Every week. Every single. Yep. So you can only choose once. Throughout the whole entire so season. Like, the entire year, right? So it's just, it started in January and ends in September at the, uh, at the end of the FedEx, right? So you only can choose one of them. So I'm rooting for guys, you know, Maverick McNeely, to make the cut <laughs> because the way that it works is throughout the year, you take the prize money, right? So if you miss the cut, you get a zero. So if they're in 40th place compared to, like, 20th, right, the prize money's way higher, right? So, like, you're rooting for these guys, like, make the cut, let's go, come on, make the cut. And I'm, like, dying on putts on, you know, the 12th hole on uh, Fridays on saying, like, my boy Seamus Power needs to come through <laughs> because we need to make the cut. Is he Irish, Seamus? Um, <laughs> so he, so the end of the year, it's whoever has the most prize money wins? And whoever has the most money, right, whoever uh, they basically so a major, So majors can shift the scales if you pick the winner big time. Right, and then same thing with the, the FedEx. The year, yeah, but right? the, the FedEx you, has huge. Yeah, but you can't factor that in. Can, so you get... Uh, so you'd almost have to save those guys till the very end then. You got to the you look for the high paying ones in the majors, right? Like cuz you think like the main guys are going to be like I'm going to probably pick Rom. Rom's never won a Masters. I'm like Rom I I, I like Rom for the Masters. Okay. Right? But like but when you get so, to the FedEx Cup you can't use him again. But that that wouldn't work. <laughs> yeah. There might be a cutoff for the last one. Um, I have to go double check my spreadsheet. You know what I mean? Because like um, winning ten million. Because they get paid fifteen million dollars. Right. At like, the end yeah, you'd automatically win. <laughs> like, that's yeah, but I think that's a cumulative one. But anyway, I forget exactly where it ends, but it's somewhere around. Yep. Um, but anyway, it's that's fun. fun. That's fun. It, it is fun, right? So you're. Um, There's still a lot of strategy I, involved in that. Um, you're typically like, oh shit, I forgot to pick somebody this week, so it's like, who do I gotta go pick? How I do it. And I'm like in the middle of the pack, right? So I'm far. I haven't picked a winner yet, and I've my guys are all seem to be like right around the cut level. I think I've only missed one guy with a cut. So I'm not really, I'm not that great at this. But at least my strategy is <coughs> my I always got good advice on saying, you know, ask somebody smarter, right? Yep. On if you're asking a question, ask somebody smarter. So who's smarter? At picking winners than Vegas. Ve- yeah, Vegas. You go by the so odds. I you go, go by the odds. And look at, yeah. go by the odds. That's exactly right? what I would so I'm do. Like, so I go by the odds and then say, all right. So you're finding value you in the middle of the round. You can't always pick the top no. four guys. Right. You're picking middle of the round, like value right. guys. But I'm, I'm coming, you know, Riviera is this week. <coughs> and Riviera is, you know, kind of probably a top seven tournament, I would say, top 10 tournament. Um, so I'm, I got Dustin Johnson who's finished in the top 10 the last three or four years uh, at Riviera, has not won. Um, so you're going, so you're going, using DJ early. I'm using DJ early because you kind of plan it out, right? Like I got Morikawa for a major I'm going to go with. I got Cantlay. I got, I still got Rom. I got all these people, but I, you know, Riviera, I'm going to pick a big name. Players, I'm going to pick a big name. The four majors, you're going to pick, a, I'm going to pick yeah, a big you name. Yeah, because that's the big prize money, yeah. Right, and then, you know, you know, Pick through, um, you know, you can go find good value with like Cam Smiths of the world. Yeah, I mean that's a that's fun. It sounds like so. What's the what's the prize the winning for you at the end? Um, I think like a grand or something. That's like that. yeah, that's pretty good. So we put a hundred bucks in, so it might be more than a grand. Um, Did you do any squares this year? Twenty of us. 
No, we, my wife did the, uh, through work, there's a prop bet pool. Yeah. Um, I'm nervous, right? I tend to, once I get into something, like I get into it. <laughs> and in Rhode Island, you can sports bet. Twin River Casino, where you have to like go do it, is literally in the same town I am in. Mm-hmm. It's four minutes from my house. Like you go to the Shell station and take a left. I've been in, I've been in the Twin River Casino. <laughs> so you got to go there to fill out the app, right? You got to do the app in. And then the you could bet on location. your phone, right? And you could bet on your phone uh, in Rhode Island. If I did that, I'd be so screwed. I'd be like gambling on this because I'm like I really like winning and I hate losing, and it's like very competitive, and it's like. <coughs> I'm nervous that I would. So here's where my take is with, well. with gambling right now, for me personally. <coughs> my, I I think like when it's like so, my buddies who you you met all the ones that so I mean yep. actually you you, you, you you the Larry Tankers get together you you can come to this if you want to. Um, we it hasn't been two years since it's happened, but every March Madness, we get together, uh, on the Friday, the first Friday of March Madness. And we bet as a group consensus on every single game, and we watch from morning till night, and we have that money. That sounds amazing. It, That's like a good day. It's just, we, yeah, c- come on over. We should, you should, if you want to come on up, and we just watch, and we everybody and whatever we all pick, and it, you just gotta go with the group. So if someone wanted Duke and someone wanted Kentucky, what consensus wins? So if if it's seven to f- five on Duke, we go with Duke, and we put the money on that, and we have money on every single game. And whatever ends up at the end of the day is whatever ends up, and you just literally watch basketball and make March Madness That's way fantastic. more, way more fun. But my other, like, I'll bet on the Super Bowl. If, like, I haven't been on this. I haven't been on the Super Bowl line, and like, so my take on now betting, as I've gotten older, is I'm not gonna win enough to care because I'm not gonna bet enough. That it's gonna that matter, so I'm not gonna bet enough to lose, or I'm gonna care either, right? So yeah, like, right. if I throw fifty bucks on a game, it's not gonna make or break my night of like, oh, I won fifty bucks. Yeah, you don't have to recalibrate your family's budget, with right? $50. Or like even a hundred, like even two hundred dollars. Like I'm not be like, oh my god, I do it. Like, but if I was twenty five, I was like two hundred. Like if you hit that, you'd be like, hell yeah, like I'm rich. But I'm also never gonna be dumb enough to gamble enough. To make it matter, right? Here's my problem with that. I don't care what the denomination is. I would just be doing crazy parlays. I'd be doing stuff that's like the payouts are so absurd, but it's almost impossible yeah. to hit them that I'd be just giving money if I away. bet $200 and I could win $500, I would, that would that's, be the yeah, most but important no, $200 in my life. No, but I, no, see, $500, but you, you have to bet a parlay to make that happen. $500, I would get I would get excited about winning 500 bucks. Like, 500 bucks is 500 bucks. But... Like I'm not gonna get upset about winning fifty bucks. <laughs> like, yeah, right. I understand that. <clears throat> but I'm like, I'm also not gonna bet five hundred dollars on anything. Like I just, if I did win fifty bucks, I have a uh, special envelope in the top drawer of my house of my uh, bureau. Yeah, and it's my golf fund. I just pull money out of that when I want to either. Yeah, play see, like, or yeah. Go, like, I'd much rather spend go, the fifty uh, bucks, get a club or something, on like doing that. something like that than like gamble fifty bucks on the line of a super. Like, so, like I actually that's why I like the squares is. I'm risking like thirty bucks to potentially win six hundred. Like that's a good return. Yeah, right? that's good. I, 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 I can get behind. But that. like just My buddy, betting. Who's over? Whoever who, uh, over one. I think they all put in like I don't. It's like an expensive one. It was like three hundred bucks a square. He won like twenty five hundred dollars. 
Yeah, no, like, see, that that's 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 legit. He had great numbers. He had 0-0 zero, zero in, like, seven. So I was actually watching when I was when I was um, in L.A. I was watching ESPN, which I never watch anymore, <clears throat> when I was in my hotel room because I was up at 4 a.m. every day. Um, I, they did a special on the Super Bowl squares, and 0-0 yeah. is the best number. It's happened more than any other combination. It's the best number to have. 0-0. Zero, zero. 35, so the 35 his... combinations have never happened. So there's 35 combinations on the on the in the boxes that five nine or something like that. Something like five, last it was last year's had I think it was nine one or something had never happened. It happened twice in the same game the last year, Tim. But yeah, zero zero is the best is the best. I can see that because first that. quarters and zero zero a lot. Um, yeah right. So yeah, gambling for me is like when I'm gonna go hang out with my buddies. That's fun. Like fun group thing is good. I, if I'm there with my, at the, but I have friends who like bet on like legitimately everything, like consistently yeah. on college basketball. I got oh I got the over on this, or I like Tulsa. Like I, what, I, I, I don't. Yeah, I'm not doing. Let me this. give you the my thoughts on the Tulsa Dayton college basketball. Oh, I've got a buddy like, and then he's like, they're, they're the ones that chase the Hawaii game at night because like it's the one in the morning. Like I'm chasing them. I'm like Joe, bro. Like this isn't so bad. <laughs> but when I was in my 20s, I used to bet a lot on, like, college football and, like, NFL. Cause, but, like, you put 30 bucks down. Like, that 30 bucks would sting if you lost it. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. I'm just at the point, like, I'm not going to now be like, I bet 3000 tonight. Then I'm gonna, like, ooh, like, I, mo- I moved the knee. Like, so, that's kind of where I'm at with betting now. I mean, it's just, I'll do it casually with buddies, but. Yeah, it makes sense. That's why I'm not afraid sense. of it. Like, I'm, I, I'm not afraid to get hooked on it because I'm never going to be. Winning enough where it's gonna be like, oh, I'm changing. Like this is this is awesome. <clears throat> like the rush that you get when you win a bet when you're younger because it's like I won a hundred bucks. Like we're going to the bar. Like it's, <laughs> it's just not gonna happen. We're gonna go get bush lights. Like if I told Rachel, like yeah, I got a thousand dollars sitting on tonight's game, she'd be like, what? <laughs> yeah, you. I would get the greatest death eyes of all. Oh yeah, but, but again, like I'm not betting a thousand dollars on the line of the 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 Tulsa versus <laughs> Michigan State. NIT game, <laughs> but there's people in there. <laughs> so, yeah. But, but, yeah. Twin River. A lot of smoke in that Twin casino. River down the street. A lot of smoke in that casino. Um, I am... Oh, I, yeah. You can't smoke in the casino, which stinks. Um, I'm headed to Seattle tomorrow morning. Oh, that's right. You should go to bed. Uh, top Golf in... Uh, Safeco? Or Safeco. no, T-Mobile. Uh, no, T-Mobile. T-Mobile. T-Mobile, yeah. Yep. Top Golf there. Um, Have you ever been to Seattle? So... Uh, I have been there. To, I've been to. I flew into Seattle to go to Tacoma. There was an All Star, uh, AAA All Star game there. I don't. Know, sometime during my Pawtucket days, um, and we did. And we we did that. So I am sneaking away um, to go. And they have some museum in Seattle that has a big Pearl Jam like display. Yeah, baby. So I'm gonna. You go listen to that podcast and, I sent you. I am going to listen to that podcast and Eddie Vedder's uh, new album. I get downloaded that for the plane ride. Um, and the Earth, Eddie Vedder and the Earthlings or the Earthlings or whatever it's called. I heard one of the songs. It has Stevie Wonder playing harmonica and is unbelievable. Oh, wow. I'm going to have to, uh, now I know what to listen to at work tomorrow. Yeah. So do that. Do that. Well, so, safe trip. Yeah. I got to like pack and stuff. send some really good. <coughs> Jesus, COVID. Um, cool, cool, cool photos for the front office features followers on the gram. Right, I shall. I shall. I did. I did I more gram. You did a great job. I did more gram work. 
I did more Instagram work than I've done ever in like the two years because I just I I was realizing like what I was taking pictures of wasn't right for Twitter. And it wasn't meant for like a post. It was just a story, right? That was a story. Like, just a, Instagram stories are the best. Yeah. You just kind of throw it up there. Throw it up there, baby. Yeah, it's good. You did great. You did great. Well done. You did. Well you done. had an interview while I was on the on the on the IR. Yeah, Bob. Bob was good. Bob was good. Listen, uh, that was a fun interview. Bob sent me a very nice note and said he something did. Like, he did. He said was, you were the greatest uh, podcaster of all time. Essentially, is what he said. I wouldn't say that. No, he, that's uh, he what he said. He said that. He said you were the he, best person. <laughs> You were the best well, interviewer he's ever had. I was generally interested in what he what. Well, he's changed the game. Started. He's changed our changed business. He's changed our changed business considerably. I agree. Do, you, do you know what's coming out now with the the sponsor United Premium? Did he talk about? I, I I haven't listened yet. Did he did he talk about what we're about to get access to? The only thing that I know that he was trying to is like I could then see all the brands that are at like the what the correct. He, or, that's that's again it'd be another game changer. Yeah, so it's like, oh, that'd be good. But it's a, uh, we looked at it at Top Golf, but it was. Uh, We're getting it. A little too much money. We're getting it. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah. <coughs> well, All safe right. travels. That enjoy, enjoy Seattle. I've never been. Bring home some Starbucks. And uh, yeah, right, the original, the OG Starbucks. OG baby. Yeah. So, all right, I'll talk to you later. Later. <laughs>